unidentifiable flying object. UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It can only be one thing. A UFO. Hey, I didn't see you there. <laughs> That's what we got there. Exactly. Oh, come on in. <laughs> oh, hey. hey, everybody. Welcome to UFO Know, the show where we break down science fact from science fiction with a lot of swear words in between. Uh, we're here today with a good friend of mine, Mr. C. What's up, dude? How's it going? Good, man. I got to tell you, sultry tones, dude. It's just a pleasure, regardless of what happens on the show. It is a pleasure hearing your your voice in my ear holes. <laughs> the soothing you know. sound. The soothing sounds. <laughs> I think it's going to help our ratings. So, <laughs> uh, I'm also joined by my wonderful loyal friend, Blind Mike. I totally thought you were going to forget me. I did. And Mike, don't don't act, don't act appalled. I've seen you forget shit. Well, what Mike happened was that. is I was enamored by Mark's voice, and then all of a sudden I looked over and I was like, "Oh, Mike!" Oh, you know, so. he's right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never, Mike. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. I, you do, didn't for, see I do. I do. I, do you know how offensive that is to me? I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think before you I would, say shit. I would forget Mike in the bars on occasion. We would go out to bars. And <laughs> I'll I was, be right back I was would responsible be the last thing for making sure that he, you know, had a hand or something. And I would just, pew, wander <laughs> off. And uh, all of a sudden, I, you know, hear, but, and I'm like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, because by the way, <laughs> people the guy. love it when you're standing there and have no idea which direction you're looking. There could be somebody right there. Yeah. And I just stare at him very creepy it's such an endearing yeah. quality uh so uh today we are letting mar uh we are letting mr c dude i just about <laughs> fucked it up holy shit that's all right <laughs> mr c that's what i was gonna say mr c it's like a mystery <laughs> love it but uh he he's gonna we're gonna let him that's take right. the reins on this one he's gonna take us down a journey so uh mr c Take Sounds it away, good. my friend. So today I kind of want to crack open the floodgates here. We're going to look back from all of the history that I've researched in UFOs, extraterrestrials, the One World Order, all these types of things, kind of take a little peek into this. So I'll kind of start out first, kind of in the beginning here. So In the I, beginning. In the beginning. So when I actually wrote a thesis about this, it was called The Beautiful Chaos Theory. So mm. it's about 47 pages of wonderful reading. But Holy shit, dude. <laughs> 45 books later. I can barely later. read 47 pages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh it was God. quite a long one. But So kind of a little backstory on this. So in the beginning, from the nothingness came something. In physics and chemistry, the law of confers- conservation of mass or principle of mass uh, conservation states that for any system closed to all transfers of matter and energy, the mass of the system must remain constant over time. As the system's mass cannot change, so quantity can neither be added nor be removed. Therefore, the quantity of mass is conserved over time. So, I am a science teacher, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> but, I mean, you immediately went over my head. But, but okay, so wait. Let's go over that, though. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, matter... That's what I got most out of that was matter. Mm-hmm. So let, let's break it down. What are we talking about here? With it seems like it's basically that energy, the the mass of 
everything has to be stabilized to stay the same. Oh, okay. It cannot be destroyed or lessen over time. It has to be able to sustain itself, so it's got to be a closed circuit mm -hmm. uh, uh, rather than being a constant, ever-expanding, moving in and out. It has to have the fluctuation to be able to continue itself. See, that's... Yes. He's my translator. <laughs> See, he knows how to speak dumb. Excellent that's, translation. Oh, Mike. I love it. Anyways, <laughs> continue. Yes. So, yes, that basically what that's saying is exactly what Mike said. That's a transfer of energy, okay? okay. It cannot be destroyed. Gotcha. So this law basically employs that mass can either be created or destroyed, although it may be rearranged in space, or the entities associated with it may be changed in form. So in this, we have the first transformation of the divine or that of consciousness. So when I look at this, I think of kind of the original consciousness. If we look at that idea of a perspective from something came or nothing came something, but that was an idea of consciousness. Some so some people force. could interpret that as God being yes. the first consciousness yep. or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Something. Yep. Some presence that's there. Yeah, because we've gone through the other theories of like the ether and yep. mm -hmm. being the or going back through the chinese Kay. chakra all that it's all the energy returns and, and then is either uh, reincarnation is one of the you know if if those particular pieces of energy were reassembled in a different person that there would be some transference of memories energies you know muscle memory things of that nature mm -hmm. so i'm gonna try really hard to not let my stupidity be a barrier <laughs> so just don't mind me. Mike will put me in my place. He'll just be like, ah, go back to sleep. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So, yes, in, in that retrospect, we look at that. So, basically, our planet was a research ground, I feel, for this original consciousness. So, for this being or entity to exist, it has to have things that it creates to continue its cycle. I usually convey this in the idea of like a wheel. So, or a gear, if we think of that, it has teeth and a gear, correct? Mm. So, for in order to this cycle to continue, if there's a tooth missing in the gear, you have a broken cycle. That's why we have to do certain things in existence that are good or perpetuate the cycle continuing. Uh, okay, to build teeth. Yep, to build teeth. Gotcha. That's why we have wisdom teeth, too, you know. Yeah! <laughs> That's what you eat with. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are called vestigial structures, unfortunately. Leftover stuff from back in the day. Yeah. Um, so basically our planet was a research ground for many species of extraterrestrials. There's four main beings that I've come across. So these are the four main ones that inhabited this particular planet. So it's the Mu people. Those were mainly aquatic and gave us logic and introspection of self. Kind of that idea with the divine presence. Could that be octopus? Octopi? Y yes. What's the plural for that? I think that's it. <laughs> pie? Yeah, the I think octopi? so. There you go, pie. <laughs> they're smart as fuck, dude. Yeah, they are, yeah. Holy shit, and they're weird. Well, alien. Totally alien. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, gotta totally, be it. Yeah. That's gotta be it. They're there. smart as yep. fucking weird. The aliens. That's it's gotta great. be. Research around a brine pool, dude. <laughs> you will blow your fucking mind at the weird shit that's oh there. Oh, my God. Little shrimp things that can discharge electrical <laughs> energy that are mainly sustaining on sulfur. But an octopus, probably the closest thing intellectually to us, is too much. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, yeah, because those are water creatures yeah. in the water part of the world. So like yeah, the Pacific yeah. Ocean is basically their main territory. Kay. Then we have the Anaki, which we've all heard about, oh, and yep. Anaki. Now, those are Sirius B, right? Yeah. Or is that right? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, or they they yeah, call the, those the seekers too. Basically, seekers. Is, uh, in general, the Norse gods are is that them? The loosely based on yeah the Anunnaki, yeah, yeah right. Thor, things of that nature. Yep. Yep. Those are those are developer races essentially. They mm-hmm. developed us so. That's those are kind of the main race for development from building structures. Then we have the giants too, and then also our famous reptilians, the ones we'll talk about a lot here. <laughs> Sweet. And as like being there any benevolent or malevolent forces in each of these races. So there's good and bad of everybody. Of course. See, so. that's I finally it's addressed. I get so <laughs> sick and tired of them being like, "Oh, this is a hostile race." Yeah. Based on that, we are a very race, hostile yeah. race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no okay. shit. I yeah. can go beat up a monk monastery because they're <laughs> hostile. No. Yeah. You know, gauge the room. That's yep. a good point. A lot of people, I, I would imagine other entities would look at us as, us a, as hostile a hostile race. Because race. Mm-hmm. look at what we do to each For, other. Uh, yeah. Yes, of say, course. There's a rebellion faction yeah. in any of these other yeah. Uh, species what that would mean that they yes hostile in nature in the sense that they would seek out violence as a way because we didn't take long to start swinging our fists mm-hmm. yeah. you know, build tools knock each other out whatever uh so in that sense that's what i consider a hostile race as a general not as an every individual is guaranteed hostile yeah. it's not like we're coming across snakes like they all want to bite you or mm-hmm. they're all going to run off and do the same thing exactly. it's just instinct yeah, there's been reports of reptilians that are knowledgeable that have tried to get things across to us, too. Exactly. So. Maybe they don't believe in their government, either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like that spirit. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so our species was formed by original conscious knowledge to be very powerful with energetics of emotion. That's what really separates us from a lot of these other beings is that idea of emotion. Sure. And the ones that aren't so good like to control that, in other words, too. Yeah. So the Moo people are those that brought their knowledge with them in their ship called our Moon. So ah, <laughs> the Moon. Yep, the Moon. And there's a lot about the Moon. But even if you look at ancient cultures too, uh, ancient Native American cultures, there was a time before the Moon. So there was light there, and you know the Moon is tidal locked. It controls tides and waves. Yep. So the world was kind of at a you know, pretty bad state at that point mm, too. Very interesting. But what's interesting about the moon too is it's exactly circular. If you look at the moons around Mars, I think it's Phobos and whatever Phobos the other one. Phoebe. Phoebe, yeah. yep. Yeah, those two. They're not completely circular. No. Very they're interesting. <coughs> so yeah. they're definitely oblong, different shape. Plus they've been hit by tons of asteroids with the asteroid belt too. Which yeah. as the illusion, so has our moon with all mm-hmm. the craters and such, which you'd think that would have warped it. Some yes. of those craters Good are point. fucking yeah. massive. Yeah, yeah. they're very we shallow. Were hit <coughs> by very any uh, mm-hmm. anything that would leave a crater like that, severe devastation to our planet. So mm-hmm. how is this little ball surviving all of that? I've always wondered the same thing. Like if it's hit like that, why isn't it cracked or done anything of that nature? Yeah, yeah, and it's in front of us too. So, so when you say a time before the moon. Mm-hmm. There, there's like writings of this time. But so, what was what was there? Well, I mean, what just sky would have been? Yeah, yeah, it just would have been not. So, I, it makes me wonder though. So then, it would have been like dark as fuck at night, <laughs> probably. Right? Yeah. Uh, you still I have mean, stars. I mean, a no moon night every single night. We're talking night? Native American culture. Other mm-hmm. than the fires they built, they weren't exactly rolling in electricity. <laughs> 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 I'm sure without the moon. That's yeah. true. They're getting 
just clarity. Yep. Yeah, no, that's good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and that's I, true. yeah, no, that's a very valid point. Very well, on the moon too, in that perspective of being completely circular too, yeah. when we have an eclipse, it completely blocks out our sun. Mm-hmm. There's no other, you know, body, mm-hmm. a planet maybe could do that, but not any lunar body like a moon. Mm-hmm. So, very what I would like to know in this time before the moon is what were our oceans like? Yeah, with no tide. I mean, the moon. Well, gets maybe that's why you have fluctuations in water levels. Uh, well, the moon's all the time moving very slightly farther away from the planet. So, I but if there's no control over the tides, then well, what happens? Well, yeah, maybe. Do you just, just have high tides flat. or low tides all the time, or do you have or a, a still body a temperamental water. sea? Yeah, right. That's Jesus. a good point. Yeah, yeah let's see. Without the gravitational mm-hmm. pull, we would have low tide all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There'd be a lot more landmass. Just work that shit out. Like, well, that makes sense. Carry the nine. Uh, we have low tide. Yes, right. indeed. It's it's a gravity that pulls it. That's the whole thing. Oh no! I mean, it makes sense when you up. use the word pull. But yeah. but you know, when I when I think about it first, I'm just like, what? Well, you have a clue what that would do <laughs> at all? And you're just like, well, it's pulling, so clearly it's gonna let loose. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we would definitely end up with a lot more land mass. Who knows? Uh, I mean, just the underwater volcanoes alone that are down there with it being dropped yeah. so far. How well, much that would that explain a lot above. of why ancient cultures were able to move around so freely mm-hmm. without having to explore the oceans. I wonder mm-hmm. if that has any sort of correspondence to Atlantis swallowed oh. by the ocean, right? I mean, we've heard the whole... The moon appears. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. pulls Mike. The tide's up. You blew the fucking lid <laughs> off of it. <laughs> it's going to be exclusive. Holy <laughs> shit. They found some, like, roadways and stuff down there. They don't exactly Oh, sure. Oh, there's a lot of evidence yeah. of ancient but, cultures no under the ocean. Oh, yeah. man. Under. A lot. So that would explain. I mean, mm-hmm. what else if they're... That is one explanation. Well, yes. I don't know what else would have... Uh, yeah. We don't exactly that make dramatic more effect. water. Well, no. that could explain <laughs> a sudden flood. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no... I mean, to me, that's what flood. always hung me up what was if that, that much also rain? could have been the Great Flood? I believe it is. Yeah. Pulled I'm it up. Water went exactly. everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what? Instead of it being God told Noah to do his ordeal, it could have been... I, I would assume the Moo people then mm-hmm. would have. I'll tell you what, if all of a sudden a big ass light ball shows up in your sky <laughs> in your primitive culture, <laughs> you to think about that. That's like, your what? new God. Yeah. That? yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. straight up, straight up. That's, that's interesting. Though. Damn. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it all works together. If you think about all yeah. this, that's what we're talking about. We're connecting the dots. Here's what I'm trying yeah. to do with you. I guys, just you know? never really looked at that connection. Mm hmm. As far as ancient cultures and that's that's cool. Yeah, it's like definitely that. different. Huh? That's super <laughs> cool. So the moon, basically, like we talked about, is the perfect craft that brought order to our seas, which are the lifeblood of our planet. So think of water as blood. Mm-hmm. So our, our Earth that we call it, or Terra, is basically divided into chakras, too. So you have the planet with like the u.s where we are here is the throat chakra or the voice so that makes sense in our culture too we are the u.s is the voice of the world essentially mm-hmm. great britain or europe is the heart mm-hmm. you have uh i think it's asia and australia which were part of pangea together at that time were like the kidneys that flush out things that spiritual idea wow too. so you want to think about which this in chakras follows in Very their religious perspectives yep. india china things of that nature wow yep. 
Yeah, so think think of this all together as yeah. this planet's been changed and altered by these beings, okay? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I look at this. As a whole. As a whole. Yeah. Yep. So then we also can think, too, about this, since it has it have a title lock, we can't see the other side of the moon either, right? Yep. Yeah, so all never, kinds of things yeah. can go on over oh, there. Oh, for sure. So imagine a strip club on the moon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Zero G. Zero G. Firm ass titties. Firm ass titties all the time. Grandma, you want a grandma? Firm ass titties. Hear that middle-aged women. <laughs> First thing, you got a problem with sagging? Oh, shit. Come up to the moon. That's oh, right. We'll, we'll build fuck. you back up. <laughs> You're fucking how old? <laughs> Damn. Right. Everything looks good Gravity on the moon, has right? been kind <laughs> to you. So, going back a little bit away from the moon here, the yeah. Anunnaki were a developing race that needed minerals to rebuild their dying worlds. So that's why I call them the Seekers. They were out going amongst mm. the galaxy, you know, harvesting like gold and different minerals yeah. too to rebuild their cultures. I was just going to say, me, gold. let me ask you a question though. Why does it? Why is that a very common? I guess a narrative that is there's a world in distress mm-hmm. and you have a race that's fleeing destruction and utilizes the earth. I mean, is could it be another factor other than that their their uh, world was doomed? Oh, well, it could have just yeah. been a loss of natural resource that they would have had oh, to have okay. come and get to replace. Well, and if we're they were seeing similar problems right now, as advanced as they are mm. then they could have gone through a similar experience with fossil fuels exactly and things like and that gold being Think about one of the most too. magnetic mm. oh and war of course. metals mm. like you can conduct more electricity with gold than anything else mm. oh yeah so yeah exactly if, say they were going around the galaxy farming gold i don't know sprinkle some in their atmosphere whatever <laughs> kind of do like a you know an electro charged kind of like what we were talking about a few episodes ago about that whole uh, star, whatever gate bridge, whatever that is Elon Musk is doing, or whatever. Oh, Starlink, Starlink. Mm-hmm. Okay, how? In oh, that and putting sense, the particles to do a holographic to thing. do no, like oh. to connect it as in stations for long term travel. Oh yes, how I said you would need like an almost magnetic electromagnetic saying. pulse that would be deflecting things off to keep this connection in between worlds going. Uh, gold is what we use in most of our wiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if in a more advanced culture would find a way to be able to use that in there, I have to assume the super collider and shit that we have. Uh, oh, CERN. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yep. I'm sure that they incorporate lots of gold wiring uh, just because of they conduct more electricity. And if we're going electromagnetic pulses just to feed these things around to get the particle acceleration to happen, why would that not be feasible so if they put something like that in their orbit for all we know they were going to get hit by a large ass meteor they couldn't handle and they did that and put that shit there deflect it out you never know. There's lots of stories about that kind of the stuff, too. The possibilities are endless. Well, and it's not just this planet, either. They've yeah. been traveling throughout. Too. Oh, I see. We could have been, like, planet. along the line stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Planet number nine. That makes, <laughs> that makes <laughs> or whatever. sense. I like yeah. being planet number nine. That sounds <laughs> yeah. right. It does, that sounds right. right. <laughs> Clearly not ten. Yeah. Definitely not an eight. <laughs> so kind of with them then we're looking at that so that's you know they had us build all their things when we we're basically slaves you know <laughs> yeah so yeah we yeah. we did all their labor and harvest these materials so it's kind of ridiculous but we we're slaves in the beginning now we're slaves the system now not much has changed yeah true so just a different uh owner 
Yeah. Different master. Yep. Different master. Well, maybe. Well, and there was there. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. There was a lot of gold incorporated in Egyptian. Egyptian. Chinese. Uh, yep. Even South America. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, where they were having. Uh, yep. When you were talking to me about the ancient alien thing. Yeah. Uh, how you were talking about they would build that. Uh, what was to believed to be a portal. Oh, like a Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was their mm-hmm. mission was to go and collect gold as mm-hmm. well oh that's right so if yeah. that could have been in the sense like uh, and when you think of norse culture think about anything with thor and they always have that rainbow bridge the, mm-hmm. the whatever bifrost shit like that so it would be similar and that's the same culture which i don't know if you know this thor was i mean that hammer was not necessarily just for war it was for building he was uh, oh yeah so that i mean he's just the common man's god the farming god Mm. things like that so it wouldn't necessarily have to be anything and in their culture they had nine realms (laughs) Mm. (laughs) uh, to where they (laughs) oversaw and made sure that there was peace amongst them that is in specific the whole deal with dan and all of that very interesting well that's what they're based on i mean if you see what they're yeah. Little well, that's a commonality like. in a lot of ancient cultures is the belief system, the mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. The cultural beliefs were, you know, sky children, you know, whatever. The well, it's just in the difference of, okay, so we say Christianity starting in uh, Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they never believed that God walked. Like, yes, they believed Jesus was created and had walked. But the Norse believed that their gods were living people. They walked amongst us, but they were also capable of moving through the skies. And so did the so did Native American tribes. Mm-hmm. So did the Egyptians. So did the Sumerians. So, so that's did the core difference in belief for me, rather than this one omnipotent, unseen mm-hmm. force always, mm-hmm. which uh, could just be the mechanics of general existence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then these other races are all corresponding to we have seen the person they have statues they have things like that uh, depicting who they were working for or what they worshiped so, yeah the greek gods yeah, you know greek gods things like that that mm-hmm. they yes they were on mount olympus so high that they couldn't go uh, no mortal could reach so that could easily be speculated into uh, like a ship reaching a tall cliff or something to where they could be unhindered by anybody Knowing altitude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, yeah, we couldn't scale a mountain like that back then. Yeah. Well, you know, if we're, we're looking at it, too, I, I like to think about Joseph Campbell. I've studied him quite a bit. You know who he is? I know that name. He does the power of myth. Oh. No, I don't. Tell me. So the power of myth is really interesting. He goes into the basically the stories of mythology, and he talks a lot about our ancient cultures, how those really brought everything together. What he talks about, though, which relates to this very well, is every culture, no matter how far apart, have the same idea, basically the ideas that they have. Yeah, whether so, it's minor changes, they're still roughly mm-hmm. Zeus, God, Jesus, whatever. It's all it's all the similar. same. Yeah. Yeah. There's always yeah. one domineering that's mm-hmm. in charge of the skies, one in charge of the land, one in charge of water. There's always an underworld or whatever. Well, so. and human nature, too. So if someone's tilling a crop over in Polynesia and they're doing the same thing over in India, yeah. they're you know thousands of miles apart, but they're doing the same thing yeah. exactly. At Why is that? well before Why is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to communicate. 
Exactly. No cell phones that well, we know of. Course. of. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. You could text me from the Middle East right now. Yeah. If it's in Arabic, I don't know what the fuck you said. So if I send you a raven with a note from Norway, I'm sure you don't know what I'm saying. it will be there in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, look at these scribbles. <laughs> this bird took this. So, yeah, that's... That's interesting to think about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you think about that, and that's where these these beings, you know, influence humans. So that's all over. Yeah. But if we look a little bit more like at the reptilians and the giants, those are the ones that a lot of them. I'm not going to say all because we talked about that. You know, there's good and bad. But yeah. They feed off the energy of emotion, which differentiates us from a lot of these beings, so they can ascend to the next dimension or a fourth dimension, since we are third dimension beings. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. They'd, they'd like to move up that hierarchy. And Antarctica is where supposedly the Anunnaki, Anunnaki mothership still reside under the ice, too. Very interesting. You know, did you know you need a, don't you need a permit? Yes. To go to Antarctica? You can't just go. You need yeah. like a, a, you have to be funded. You got to be a part of a group. It's the, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Google, look at Google Earth. A lot yeah. of stuff's blocked off, yeah. too. It's been moved around and different things like that as well. Crazy. So you government. Know, yes. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. You bastards. So most of these beings left the planet to now observe us, yet some remain inside the earth. Ah uh, yes. Bill Schneider <laughs> ran into these guys, I do yep. believe. So we're you know, I think we really are being visited by other races of extraterrestrials that are part of this galactic council. So it's been described as a galactic federation, mm-hmm. galactic council. But it's basically a culmination of planets and races that have gotten together to decide what's best for the universe, mm-hmm. like a neighborhood watch. Yes, yeah, yeah, essentially. So, I mean, that on a galactic level. Well, look at look at movies and stuff too. So, if you look at everything that's in our life right now, that's under the guise of whatever, there's little hints and windows into what's really supposedly oh, yeah. out there. You know, look at like Star Trek. There's like a galactic federation there. Yep, yep, yep. You know, you have all this. So, yep. But yeah, just what you said, you know, this council is a network of beings that oversee the galaxies to learn, develop, and continue the force of the one consciousness, the law of one. So I don't know if you've heard the law of one. No. So the law of one, I'll just kind of go off on this. Yeah, yeah. So I am Ra. I am Ra, the law of one. Though beyond the limitations of name, as you call vibratory sounds, remember that word vibratory sound complexes, may be approximated by stating that all things are one. That there is no polarity, no right or wrong, no disharmony, but only identity. All is one, and that one is love, light, light, love, the infinite creator. Whoa. Which definitely leans more towards our traditional Christianity Mm -hmm. type. So even something that higher races than us believe in. Yes, yes, because so, like a fifth or sixth dimensional being. Our higher power is higher power. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, maybe, but... I, you know, if this you look at, feeds uh, into Mike's snot theory. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to bring this up once again. It seems to be popping up more and more. Yes. Mike's snot theory is... Mike, why don't you explain what your snot theory uh, it is? It was, I was uh, kind of in the sense of when you think about quantum mechanics and uh, how in it's discussed that while you're, say, in a subatomic form like that, that time would move relatively slower to you. Mm-hmm. Like it would seem normal time, but for 
a day for you in there would seem like a second out here. Uh, so what if our entire existence was just an alien sneezing on a wall and then our entire time, all the bacteria that form like as if you were watching it under a microscope, all the amoeba splitting and multiplying from single cell into multi-cell organisms, uh, all the time this alien is just going to get a rag to wipe it off the wall. And that's our existence. That's our existence. <laughs> Mike Snot Theory, everybody. That's right. That's right. There it is again. It keeps Love it. popping up. <laughs> Love yeah. it. What if the universe is just like what we look at under a microscope? Yeah, you know, we are our own gods, if you think about it. Exactly. Inside of our body is many a system that relies upon us. Yeah. So. And you, you we know. rely on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything Certainly. yet oh, so yeah. great is so small and vice versa. It's the circle of life. <laughs> Akuna Matata. Oh. <laughs> so one one person in, in general tried to really bring this back, this idea of the law of one, and that is Akhenaten, which in Egypt. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. That, a, that sounded yep. like a pharaoh, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. One of the last pharaohs. So he tried to bring back this to the Egyptian peoples combined all their gods. He said, hey. No more of this, everybody, you know, Horus and all that. Yeah. There is one. Well, and it's funny because in Egyptian culture, you hear Ra. Yeah, Amun-Ra, that's the yeah. sun god. Yeah. So yeah. he said, hey, let's look at the sun. That brings yeah. all light and energy sure. to our That makes sense. light. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really did. I mean, it dictated until the moon showed up. But yeah. it dictated. <laughs> it, it dictated the harvest. It dictated, mm -hmm. you know, your day and everything. be a ball of ice yeah. if not yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. So... It's what they saw as Don't time. Let me ask Pluto. I, I mm -hmm. believe, you know. Well, yeah, and all planets in that Goldilocks zone have to be close to the sun. Yep. You know, yep. every every body that has beings that are living has to well, have that sun. You know. Yeah. Carbon based. Yeah. Carbon based. Yeah. Because yep. we were discussing the whole different frequencies exactly. at which we experience thing, and I know you're talking this vibratory voice, which mm -hmm. could go into his different frequencies so if say a voice is being spoken but it's not in what our ears are attuned to hear like the vibratory sounds mm -hmm. that it would just go unheard even though it's happening do you hear what i hear <laughs> yeah almost like an ethereal thing but instead of being visible to us that that could also speculate for ghosts like how they can pass through us how you mm -hmm. don't always hear them how all that sort of thing yep that could be in the similar concept yeah that vibration it really it, what it is you know and if you look at it on an ethereal level like you're talking about so with our soul our spirit mm. so when we think about gravity too is these fields vi you know they're vibratory mm. there's actually a an experiment done with trees mm. and i it, the guy used like a seismic device and what he did is yeah he basically he cut down a tree and the tree screamed to the other trees that spiked in vibration all things are connected that's crazy the tree was screaming well we've known not to the point that we could hear it but no i but we know that talking to plants makes them some guy down the road like that they need that sort of thing like Which I've trees. always had my theory on the talking to stuff, and they're like, "Oh, it makes oh, sure. plants do well." I'm like, "Oh well, yeah, no. they breathe yeah. in what we breathe out. Of course yeah. it does." Yeah. Like, no, there's there's some like, carbon, buddy. There's absolute <laughs> yeah. evidence that shows that our world responds to our presence, exactly. Yeah. You know, so, in good and bad ways. Yes, so, be basically absolutely. the closest absolute proof that you can get of that. 
principle. Yeah. Yeah. We are the keepers of this, this planet, you know, oh, like you just said. So screaming trees, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sounds like a band name to me, Ben. <laughs> I like to confuse the, the screaming trees. Screaming trees. <laughs> what is the big deal with CBD and will it really work for me? Hi, this is Ben with Clarkston CBD company. CBD has certainly made a big impact and can sound too good to be true. Let us show you how CBD really works and can help your body work for itself. We specialize in CBD. Come in today or call ahead for pickup or delivery. 208-790-8226. Clarkston CBD Company, 408th Street, across from Walmart. Stay healthy. So, you know, all cultures on earth have these bits and pieces of each of these beings or gods in their culture, like we talked about. You know, you can go anywhere and see a little bit like Easter Island. The Moo people have those, you know, the actual, the heads or resemblance of those individuals. Hmm. So... So I'm going to kind of jump ahead a little bit for you guys. So sure. This is in a little bit more modern times. Not totally modern, but Templar Knights. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we're, right. we're jumping a ways up from Egypt here. Yeah. We're ca- oh, connecting we were some serious discussing thoughts. some stuff about this on the way here. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. No, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So if we, if we look at the Templars who fought, you know, basically for the idea of Christ, a pure embodiment of that of divine consciousness in physical form, okay, in Christianity. Smite the heathens. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, the Gnostics believe a little different than this, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the Gnostic religion is basically supposedly spoken from Christ, actually. It Ooh. was written AD 100. So the church manipulated that. And I won't go. That's a whole other day, a whole other yeah. story. But <laughs> too much time. I yeah. Mean, to yeah. Everything that's been changed there. We're trying. Oh, to, I yeah. sent a sequel. <laughs> yeah, we'll right. wrap up part 435 <laughs> of right. our government cover-ups. Yes. <laughs> the Pope is a munchkin. Yes. <laughs> There's actually three of them, but <laughs> we'll get there. Three munchkins all stacked up to make one pope. My God. What do you think he has a pointy hat? Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. My mind is blown. So basically with the, the Knights Templar, basically on the dawn of Friday the 13th, October 1307. That's why Friday the 13th has a bad oh. luck resemblance to it. Even though I was born on Friday the 13th, turned 13 on Friday the 13th. Five, do good for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, good for right. you. That's right. I'm not the devil, don't worry. But high five. <laughs> high five. As far as we know. Yes. High five. <laughs> all, all this is just to get us by. Right? That's right. <laughs> high five. Thank you. <laughs> so, 1307, this is sometimes linked with the origin of Friday the 13th superstition, like we talked about, right? Yeah. So, King Philip, the I think that's the fourth, yes, yeah. ordered uh, Hugh de Dimolay, he was the leader of the Templar Knights, and scores of other French Templars to be simultaneously arrested for committing acts of faggotry and blasphemy. In the name of Christ. Faggotry! Yep. Right, damn it. <laughs> I was oh like eight seconds away. I was going to give it some time, and I was going to be like, hey, Ben, proud of you. <laughs> Fucking proud. Oh, for not yelling out of us. But no, it's blasphemy. As soon as I heard it, I was like, So this guy was very well renowned to be basically in the group that we now know as the Freemasons. Or, or a satanic group that believes in the Luciferian religion to feed off that of emotion in humans. Yeah. Wait, can I go back to faggotry? Yes. Real quick. <laughs> I have to ask. Are we talking about chain smoking? Because like in uh, in Europe, you know, a faggot is a smoke. Yeah. Or are we talking about butt sex? Yeah, butt sex. Yeah! <laughs> All right. I just had to specify. All right. Continue on. Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> Sodom. So King Philip, basically what he did is he rounded up all the Knights Templar, 
And he killed Hugh de Dimolet in France, because that's where he was, the king of France at the time. He also murdered thousands of people. He had Dimolet burn at the stake on a cross, what do you know, right? Oh. On Friday the 13th, and they basically got rid of almost all the Knights Templar. Well, this didn't make the Pope very happy, obviously. Right? Sure. There's his royal guard, and this supposed banking system of the day, too, was the Knights Templar. Oh. Moving around the currency. Well, they were going all around, and they were collecting. Yep. Oh, yeah. So much more gold than we had. Yes, mm. tons more. Yeah, that was basically where Europe blew up mm-hmm. monetarily. I see. Yeah, definitely, from going in all those crusades, you know. So they kind of did win in the end. notice it's always <laughs> in all the monasteries and stuff when you go back to that time. Uh, they always pledged these poverty things, and yet how much gold and silver and jewels were embedded in those cups Yeah, shit like that? Like, what do you need $90,000 to drink yeah. water? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, chill the your, fuck out. Your, your gold floor. Yeah. Let, me, let me lay on your gold floor. Right. Okay? <laughs> oh, this is, this is to protect that this one person who died a holy death lived here. <laughs> well, and, you know, basically what happened with him is so he ticked off the Pope at the time. Mm-hmm. So the Pope went out to go get him and round him up for killing all the Templars. Well, he was assassinated that same year. So then a false pope was put in a place, and that is the current church that we know of. Oh. The tides have changed once again. Built on lies. <laughs> yep. Many lies. Wow. So, and this is in the direction, direct relation to the Draco reptilians, since they have the influential structure mm-hmm. that are with this, you know, feeding off of emotion, causing fear. Sure. Which is funny, because uh, just the reptilian, also, you know, the whispering lies and manipulation type thing. That's it's, it's funny that in our culture, we always refer to someone that does those things as a snake. Mm-hmm. Snake. As a snake, uh, deceiver. In yep. the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. supposedly. Mm-hmm. Let the snake into the just, garden. Lucifer. Just flirting with Eve. Well, Take and that apple. All, Put that apple in your mouth. <laughs> all cultures have a name for these reptilians, too. So serpent gods were Central America, Chitahari or Zulu, and they have... You know, pictures of them, yeah. too. Anunnaki was Sumer. Uh, Snake Brothers are Hopi. Demons were Christianity. Archons, which are Gnostic. David Icke talks about that a lot. And Jinn is Islam. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those were all considered oh, jinn, yes. reptilian. They're deceivers. Okay, okay. Yeah, makes sense. So, but that's kind of a little step back, so I'm going to move ahead one more time. Yeah, yeah, but one. that's just connecting the, uh, yeah. Connecting the proverbial dots of we're looking course, at here. yeah, yeah. So, if we look even further at World War One and World War Two, we have the Nazi Party being approached by the reptilians, mm-hmm. and this is pretty well known. So, why that is is because the Nazis, you know, they were out looking for all these relics and stuff. Yeah, they too. were super into the occult. Yes, yep. yes, very much so. There, it's rumored that he was looking for the spear, uh, spear of destiny. Yeah. Yeah. As well as the Holy Grail, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Holy Grail, which supposedly, you know, the Vatican has all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, isn't that stumbled on the yeah. religion being yep. more based on these extraterrestrials. Yeah, he'd be looking mm-hmm. for any sort of relics to try and figure out what sort of properties they'd have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of Looking course. at these technologies. And that's ultimately what the Nazis got in line with, with the reptilians, is the trade for technology. If you look at, like, that German bell... Yep. With yes. the anti-grav. Yep. Diglock. Yep, Diglock. Yep. <laughs> I forgot. You had so much fun with that name. When oh, it <laughs> I loved it. So, you know, even though in our eyes we won the wars, the Nazi party still exists and gathered knowledge from these reptilians used fear to feed their race for exchange for technology. 
So I actually have looked into this quite a bit, too, with Hitler. So I suppose that Hitler actually escaped to South America. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of evidence of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, a the, there's a U-boat that's Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty much definitively proven that at least, if nothing else, it was not his body mm-hmm. that they showed to the Russians, I believe, when they demanded a body. Well, the Wasn't Nazis it? had cloning, too. What? Yeah. Fuck. Well, didn't it? Didn't the body end up turning out because it was like thirty years later? Didn't it turn out to be some forty-year-old woman I, whose I, body I, it was that was in place of Hitler? It was pre-DNA, I believe. Yeah, as yeah. Because at the time, literally, they like lit his body on fire before anybody could get it. Uh, uh, or that's the story. Mm. That's the claim. They found his body and burned it before anybody could get positive ID. What yeah. the fuck? Yep. Just, <laughs> Jesus. At that point, just drop a bomb on the building, and then, oh, oops, sorry, I couldn't find it. Put some eyes on, <laughs> piss in his mouth, and then send him off. Yeah, right. Das wie done ya. Yes, exactly. But, you know, and then Hitler, too, if you actually, there's a good movie about this called The Boys in Brazil, I believe. And they talk about cloning and the Nazis using this no technology. Shit. Isn't that where cloning actually started? Wasn't that South America where we cloned that goat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Actually, if you step north, too, up at the University of Idaho, they did a donkey and all kinds of The University stuff. of we, Idaho? We, yeah. My God. Yeah, right. yeah. We've, well, we already knew that Idaho it. was pumping out jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so you know we think we've won the war of course right because we well, theoretically on the veil of things this you know one world order likes to make it look like the regime yeah, whoever first. you know i do want to say though i do want to say because this touches a weird su- a weird thing with me yeah because i have a lot yeah, of respect for the this. veterans mm-hmm. of well, i'm a veteran too so yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know yeah. so i here's my thing like i do believe this mm-hmm. i really do but i also don't want it to be misconstrued as thinking that any of the troops that fought in World War II mm-hmm. to help save lives were there for any other reason. Odds no, exactly. are, you know, they I, were not in So the I just like mm-hmm. to make sure that when we're talking about this, that I always clarify that I have the utmost respect for veterans, as everybody in this room does. Absolutely. It's, but when we talk about this, it's that the, the powers that be, yes. obviously, in their overall game of manipulation yep yeah clearly tugging the heartstrings of the people that Propaganda. are the most committed well, to their country to do mm-hmm. you know, all that minute, too. it yes. doesn't matter so, what awful anyway, thing the i just want to say my piece planned. <laughs> i just love the veterans and i don't want to rub any really wrong way well so. yeah you're exactly right you know my yeah. grandpa was in world war ii yeah you know? so exactly so, so you know anyway. he's alive man <laughs> yeah so there you go there you go but yeah, anyway that's yeah, all. i mean whatever the negative agenda the government yeah. has they're not telling their troops i guarantee bush didn't tell everybody that went to iraq about the oil yeah, yeah. It's, that yep. was not mentioned there was no these guys are gonna fuck you up if you don't go over there and fuck them up first yep. <laughs> yeah. i'm sure that was i would say i'm paraphrasing but that's probably verbatim <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's basically these scientists they went into our culture too and mm. if you look at Werner von braun and to nasa oh so yeah. you know there's you know all he these had a show on the disney channel yeah Werner von Braun. Well, he was it's friends with Walt Disney. That's why Walt Disney crazy. actually was part of a group that actually were kind of like a secret service agency during World War II. They did over 75 cartoons for the war, the war effort. 
wow. all this different propaganda for different German stuff. propaganda. No, it was oh, for us. For, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, for us. It's good. Right. It's, I didn't yeah, want to hate Disney promoting. that much. Yeah, but I was willing to go <laughs> there. Yeah. It was to up morale. I like because the Mandalorian. They had so so much you know, pull. yeah. God damn it, the world we live in. Yep. The oh, evil yeah. people are putting out the good shit. <laughs> damn it. So, you know, and, and kind of knowing this, that was important to infiltrate the hearts and the voices of the people, basically. Oh, yeah. So, and that's stepping a little bit more forward. That's why we have the Federal Reserve, too. The One World Banking Syndicate, which originated, you know, started by the Rothschilds. I don't like oh, to use that word, yes. but I will. So, the R's, the two R's. and then the, the two R's. So, if you look at that, let's think about the Titanic. Why do you think that was sunk? Oh, my God. John Jacob Astor, one of the richest men of the time, was on that ship. Holy shit. So, yeah. This all kind of goes together here, doesn't it? See, you know, I'm a firm <laughs> believer that all the conspiracy theories are tied together. It's all due to one overall goal, mm-hmm. which is world domination, one world government. Yep. And it takes a long time to implement a plan like that against an unwitting and unknowing public. It's mm-hmm. a never-ending it, And goal. so yeah. you really you got to plant the seed early on. people that don't like it that you would wow. have to weed out. Holy shit. So every time they're on top, every one of these big moves puts mm-hmm. them on top until somebody interferes, and yep. then they have to go for it next. They achieve their goal multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they, they really no have. one goal. They just do it until something else happens, and then they get on top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Jekyll Island, you've heard of that. That's where the, yeah. the money was transferred over from the, the federal government, you know. Yeah. So, and the oil barons in our country are the Rockefellers, of course. Of course. So, these two entities, I like to call these the hands of the beast that infiltrated the church. Mm. So, you have all these different entities that are basically, you know, if you think about it, if you have a hierarchy of peoples, you know, you have a king and a queen, mm. and then you have their serfs you know the yep. lowest level the knights whatever it may be right yep well these guys would be right below the king and queen so okay. they're they're right up there yeah you know the queen of england might not be innocent either <laughs> by the way but <laughs> oh she's for sure yeah. a wizard she's for yeah. sure a lizard. <laughs> look how leathery she is oh you right. know it. isn't she like 93 oh jesus <laughs> she wishes yeah right <laughs> oh to be 93 again so these guys basically answer to the church, though. I'm, see, I'm going back. I'm looping this back to the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see where you're going. So full the, circle. Yeah, full circle. Well, the yeah. church seems <clears throat> to be the one that has the most emotional pull mm-hmm. on the planet. The idea of hope is yeah, the opiate the idea to the masses. Of hope, the idea mm-hmm. that if you're not doing this, you will go to hell, be in mm-hmm. eternal despair. Yeah. Let me save your soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's only going to cost this much. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Free ninety nine. Uh, back, back then, why do you think there's still that plate? Come on, yeah. Come you on. Judge the eyes if you don't put Come a dollar on. in there. <laughs> Fucking grab a twenty out. See what happens. I'm part of the congregation. Pull down. Get me a ride home. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna be real happy. Well, and that's where you know we're gonna kind of crack this wide open too. So that's it's run by these three popes. There's a gray, a white, and a black pope. So they're the no, top. Wait a minute. Do you mean literal color? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and that's why those popes wear those hats to the pointy hat. I can't remember the name of those, but... I don't know, but yeah, yeah. the weird crown-like That's to imitate the, the basically the long, elongated skull yeah, of the aliens at the time. Huh. Yeah. So, and that, you know, like we talked about, this church was taken over long ago and continued with uh, that of the Nazi regime. So... I'm going to kind of go up a little forward past this into JFK. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> so, man. So. <clears throat> God damn it, this thing. 
Sorry about that, everybody. Right. I hope that didn't come through yours, but it sure as fuck came through ours. <laughs> if it didn't come through yours, I hope you have questions after he screamed. Uh, yeah, no shit. Let's pray the deep sea turn uh, Penetrate us somehow. Uh, <laughs> I came. <laughs> so, JFK or Lancer, which is known by a certain agency, search of the sea. <laughs> we all know what that is. IA. Yep. <laughs> yep. So he tried to basically, you know, fight against the CIA, essentially, too, because mm-hmm. they knew that he knew about the gray aliens. So why he started NASA. Well, and he was trying to... He requested. Uh, yeah. yeah. He requested information, exactly. and they claimed that the cover-up for, even on the conspiracy within a conspiracy, he requested all this release of information. He was going to give it to Russia. Mm-hmm. Well, and he was going to disband so that way. the CIA, was he not? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he was going to do away with them. Yeah. 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 But yeah. the problem yeah. for what they, whether that would be what they talk about, it was we were in the middle of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. It was to uh, lessen lives lost on both sides of them thinking that it's us when they see a UFO or vice versa that we would share what information we had about them and they would share what information they had about them so that way we would quit like a ufo flies through your airspace you assume it's us and now we get bombed no it's no more of that that's what he was trying to do with that portion and Mm -hmm. then because of the cold war they were like nope we're got to take him out we gotta take him out he was going to give the enemy information yeah, he wanted to work with the Russians. It was just on the UFO thing because around that time there were so many invading the airspace of both Russia and us mm-hmm. that we were so concerned. We didn't know who was them and who wasn't. This was an age of espionage. Oh, yeah, big time. And these silent crafts start invading airspaces. It it causes major problems. Everybody, Nobody wanted to hit the nuke button again. Mm-hmm. It was already a big deal, and it was only ever dropped in. <laughs> Yep. So they didn't want to go through that again. And then uh, so he requested for that reason is why he wanted the, not even just the public information for <clears throat> U.S. to know, but just to prevent that in the war effort. Mm-hmm. And then the government claimed that that was why uh, they took him out was because he was doing that. But it was because he was trying to do away with him. Well, yeah, and, you know, if you look to all the world governments have had some interaction with certain beings, too. <coughs> you know, supposedly we, the U.S. made some deals to trade for technology, too, like the the end party. <laughs> so, you know, we look at that, too. But, you know, that's like you just said, Mike, that he basically was put down because he was trying to get us to go to the moon, too, and to stop all this from happening. And Bush, or not Bush, sorry, uh, Clinton tried to do the same thing. Yeah. And they were like... You don't need to know. And he was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then uh, Carter just, tried to as well. Didn't yeah, he? he did. I'm yeah. pretty sure after JFK was taken down over it, that that's all they got to say. Anybody that requests some shit and they're just like, just think about JFK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they showed him the yeah. angle? Nobody knows yeah. how he was killed. <laughs> you know? So, well, yeah, like Marilyn Monroe, too. You know, she had lots of pillow talk with JFK. Oh, for <laughs> sure. So she, you know, mysteriously died, too, right after this, too. Dirty pillows. <laughs> but, you know, JFK Jr. is still alive. You know that? What? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I firmly believe that he is alive still. Hmm. What he makes found you think out. that? Well, he actually had a, one of his last editions of George magazine that he wrote. Yeah. He showed what would happen in the future. There's like a woman in a space suit, and he has all these kind of like leading ideas that 
You know, this really? is what's going to kind of happen here. So, and he wants ultimate revenge for his father's death, of course, too. Of course. But his his plane, or I think it was a plane or a helicopter, you know, they had known something had gone on with it. There's supposed to be like a, a detonation charger, and they found it before it went up. No so, shit. and I think he's beside our certain, you know, residing president right now in the background. Oh, so he could be part of this. I firmly believe there we're in the midst of a disclosure event. Yes. So sooner than later. Oh yeah. Way sooner than or way dude, sooner. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so you know, basically, and this looks at like right now. So I think our elections have been rigged completely, and the guy's a free will. It's. There's a lot of evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which like a vampire, these entities must always show us what they're doing. Just look at our media. Oh, look fuck. at everything. Our movies, our symbology. Of what a joke. Our media is a joke to even call them. Media. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not Jesus anymore. Christ. Truth, what? Yeah, but look how many <laughs> Traitors people to their country. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not even saying like freaking out though. what side you're on. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just mean the fact that you are willing to censor information because it could potentially make your side look bad. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you're willing to keep people uninformed is dangerous. It's human dangerous. nature. Dangerous. Yeah. Absolutely dangerous. Go to and an to interview. Make that Go to an interview. You 100% straight with them? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. I lie my ass off in an interview, and I still don't get hired. <laughs> <laughs> Despite well, any disabilities. You know. Well, I don't. Uh, yeah, for the long. Well, now I don't have to. I've been retired. But <laughs> back then, yeah. As far as they were concerned, this dumbass tattoo on my hand. No, I'm left-handed. Also, nothing wrong with my eyes. <laughs> don't even worry about it. I'll sit there and like look at the contract, holding the pen. I'm like, hmm, I'm actually reading this. And then they turn around. And I'm like, hmm. Switch hands. Sign my name. No, oh, we're good. You can hold out your right hand for a handshake, but I'm holding my left out. I'm going to make this real fucking awkward. So what he's saying is people lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. You're not going to... It's to make you look better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about you being in public. Now, just you going to work. You're going to represent yourself different there than you would if uh, you were out in the middle on your own free time. Yeah. True. That's everything. It is human nature to make yourself look better than you are. Oh, certainly. Yeah, facade. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. Yep. Fake it till you make it. Yep. <laughs> so currently we have this force going through a power struggle to keep us at bay from our destiny. That's our one true awakening of self, I really believe. That's coming back from, you know, these ancient individuals that seeded this planet. So it's finding truth in thyself. That is... Uh it falls in line with this scientist that we were looking into, Dr. Paul Leviat. Paul Leviat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He yeah. uh, he talks about a super wave that he believes can hit anytime uh, within the next you know five hundred years or something, mm-hmm. and it's going to be perceived as a giant blue light in the sky, and everybody looking up at it, almost like focusing all on it. Hmm. Uh, everybody focusing on it will connect them uh, mentally. Like He's got really big ears, but don't let that fool you. He's a smart guy. <laughs> don't let that fool you. So and that's, he said that that would be almost like the next stage in human evolution uh, in the sense that it would almost be like a hive mind. Mm-hmm. Everybody would uh, have one consciousness, like come together, and he believes that whatever would happen, would we won't see until something like that happens. So if we're all, and I've, I thought that's kind of crazy to think about. Like if, say, 
three quarters of the entire planet's population were focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. And one camera pointed at this fucking flower. <laughs> 5.9 billion people. Well, and that looking comes at to it. dimensional beings, too, because they supposedly have more of a hive mind, yeah. hive mentality, the good of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we it, would, it would stand to reason that at, to, to solidify your place mm-hmm. in the universe as a species, mm-hmm. you would have to come together with one common goal. You'd have to. Because if you're constantly warring with yourself... Mm-hmm. How are you ever gonna like us? We hold it. We hold our our own society back. Like yeah. like Mike just said. Imagine a society that was all aimed at one goal, which was to travel through space. Now mm-hmm. everybody voted on that. They voted the same, all with that principle in mind that this is what we're gonna do. But I mean, imagine how much further we'd be. Mm-hmm. That that's absolutely true. But what I was more referencing is from like an energy perspective. Oh, I see. Like if everybody's focusing on this one flower. Oh, and focusing like your five, true energy. Five, mm, six billion people of the entire planet all yeah. focusing on this one thing. All collective consciousness focusing on this one thing. What would that energy signature do? Would there I be see. some sort of anomaly? Would that flower die? Would it excel? Would whatever from having just our consciousness? It's actually been proven already, too. And there was a group of, uh, I think it was like 7,000 people. I did a meditation, a peaceful harmony meditation. Yeah. The murder rate went down that day. Everything dropped, all crime. Whoa. So it's been proven already scientifically. Wow. So yeah, it makes you think about this this it's idea. Just, of oh, yeah. Everybody was putting off good vibes on the planet. Where would we be? Yeah. Well, well, probably and, in space. Yeah, <laughs> and right? think if about another nine thing. Nine million of the total that are just fucking awful murders, rapists, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, you know, everyone's like, oh, fucking kill him and this and that, which maybe be uh, contradictory to that enlightened state. But if like everybody, nobody was like that whatsoever, like go back to religion and the proverbial snake never made it in the garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she never ate the apple. We're all totally fine. Yeah. Would that have changed the outcome of the planet? Would I mean, even if we were still cutting down trees to make room for us. Would those positive vibes go out and ripple outward, making everything flourish, room for everybody? Just the absolute overwhelming negativity that's going on in the world right now is slowly killing the world. Well, and that's a lot of the mind control of these reptilians. That's why that negative energy, they're controlling us in a lot of ways. You know, supposedly there's two-mile-long ships up in our atmosphere mm. that they we can't see them up there that are sending out these negative vibe energies that influence our well-being from ascending to a next level to self-actualization yeah so you know there's that's there's a lot of stuff we need to break free from here that's why i say open the floodgates here because we need to think about this you know what we can do you know Mm -hmm. so everybody must become harmonious with the world to bring us into the awakening of the trinity the mind body and soul one being Mm. so that way we become one with the universe our true power will resonate with the power of higher vibrations of the creator we will then be able to join this galactic council of beings and continue our evolution. See, this reptilian race doesn't want us to be a part of the... Probably because they're not a part I of it. Yeah. See. If you put a piece of paper in front of a reptilian that was blank, they don't have the, the basically the imagination that humans do to draw on it. But if you draw something on that piece of paper, they can manipulate things because they're deceivers. They can manipulate I these see. things. Very interesting. Almost a non-parasitic mm-hmm. host. Yeah. 
really a kind parasite, of a, yeah. a symbiotic relationship to the point that they have to feed on us to get their overall goal. Yes, we're that's, not that's exactly necessarily right. a host, but uh, kind of like that wasp that stings them in the brain and mm. makes them do whatever they want. It's got like a mind control thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're controls like that. So yeah, that's kind of. So, you know, and I, I really, there's three things to remember here from all this is basically, these are my mantras. I like to, these are in my thesis too, is learn to love, love to learn, have an attitude of gratitude and fear is the important one. It's nothing but fear itself. Yeah. Cause that's what they're feeding off of these oh, beings. For sure. so, well, and look at what's going, I mean, the world right now is a perfect example of what fear can do. Mm-hmm. It's a great example. And that's a local example. That's yeah. a very local example. I mean, when you think about a global you know, if, if you get, I mean, it is a little bit global right now, but still it's kind of localized per country. But, you know, you have, if you have fear envelop, uh, what was it? Ronald Reagan talked about, imagine what would happen, what differences we would set aside mm-hmm. if we saw an existential threat Reagan from outer space. Yeah. And that's what they're using right but now for exactly. disclosure. Exactly. How are you going to get money for the defense budget if it's not a dude? Exactly. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Was is them diverting funds, and we basically, if all of a sudden, and, and like me and Mike have talked about this, is the idea that how are you going to know it's alien or not alien if if you don't even know that we have spaceships up there? Mm-hmm. How are you going to know it's us? They could easily, you know, through this Project Bluebeam thing, which could be holographic technology that could make it look like there's something there, or they really could put something there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, if there's these two, well, you said two mile long mm-hmm. ships up there, dude, all you got to do is crack one through the the atmosphere. Yeah, people <laughs> shit their pants, yeah. and they're like, take all our money, just yep. take all our money <laughs> and put it straight up their ass. Yeah, you know, that's it. I mean, well, you, yeah. there's not there's not going to be any questions. You bomb one orphanage with an alien laser, mm-hmm. one orphanage, everybody's going to be like, fuck it. Yep. Everybody. so crazy to think about, too, yeah. because just think of the amount of food stamps and welfare that go around. Okay. So, okay. Alien threat shows up. Everybody's bunkered down or whatever. All those people still, maybe not collecting in person, but the government will, you know, step forward and be like, hey, we'll make sure you guys have food and shelter. And I don't know like why that. I picked on the orphans. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I'm sorry. There was an I, easy I could have picked. They already <laughs> lost anybody, their parents. <laughs> anybody, but no, I had to pick on the orphans anyways. But I apologize, just, orphans. <laughs> but just in the sense that they're still going to have food and shelter provided by the government, somehow the government is still going to end up with a bunch of money. All these people still on their own getting that same cash perfectly fine to take care of themselves somehow rounding them all up and the government taking control we're going to see a significant dock there's going to be rations they're going to put it in an emergency you know this sort of thing even though we've got underground crops mm-hmm. and stuff like that that they could absolutely self-sustain oh we have a whole secret space program it, yeah we've got technology right now that can heal us mm-hmm. yeah oh, they're yeah. regrowing limbs and shit regrowing yeah. Limbs. Oh, yeah yeah darpa crazy yep. I, it's I imagine what'll happen when we actually do find out a little bit about this and it it like hits the general public. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Mr. C. <laughs> what do you think you know the the adage is that the general public can't take it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. 
No. What do you think would happen? Let's let's hypothetically let's say that somehow, whether through video evidence, whatever type of evidence, or sighting, mass sighting that definitively says, yes, they're here. How do you think the world's going to react? Well, you're going to have a division, just like there is right now, with in our government. They're trying to do that right now, like Event 201 with the supposed oh, yeah. pandemic. Yep. You know, they want us to basically be a united world, but yet under their guise and their control. That's basically, you know, I, I'm going to give you $2,000. You're going to stay at home, sit there, shut up. I'm going to pull you out of your town, push you in a monitored city. Technology is going to control your life. Yeah. You're basically going to be a slave again. And then they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And I've been mentioning it for a while. They've already taken firepower su- superiority. Yep. Oh, They've man, taken yeah. everything big that we could use at a revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I've always used You can't take a tank down with a, a little pea shooter. Well, and like you said, if you s- simply use a virus to uproot people, mm-hmm. so you have huge spikes, quote-unquote, I'm using massive air quotes right now, <laughs> so huge spikes <laughs> of virus where you are evacuating areas. Mm-hmm. That's your excuse. Yeah. To evacuate oh, yeah. people into a city that is already prepped, like you said, mm-hmm. to run off of technology. It's going to, at first, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. People oh, yeah. are going to love the comfort of the technology, mm-hmm. but then over time, as we know, over time is when you start to feel the discomfort of the freedom that's that's taken in exchange. Yeah, they've so already like, posted at first. That. Oh, yeah. So at first, it's going to be like, oh, fuck, I don't have to do shit. I don't, I don't need money. I don't need I privacy. Don't do Life is great, but isn't it? But then you <laughs> want to do something that mm-hmm. they don't want you to do, whether for nefarious purposes or not, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they say, Nah, because we gave you this. And then that's when people are like, well, we'll rebel. Mm-hmm. With what? With what? Exactly. With fucking with what? what? Exactly. Over the past 20 years, you've all voted yep. to let mm-hmm. this shit happen. Yep. Yeah. And now we can simply just, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like I told you so. It's Game. like they exposed like the vampire thing we yeah. talked about. You yeah. know, to, mm-hmm. you have to let a vampire in, oh, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if we look at this. Once Human nature is, is going to, there's probably going to be the division of two types of people. Like you said, there's going to be the ones that run into the government. They go with them and just say, oh, sure. hey, pay me, stay safe. I think it's going to break down to fight or flight. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Either you're going to go with it or you're going to want to rebel. And that's why we hope there's a solar flare that yeah, enlightens all of us sooner <laughs> yeah, than <please>. later. <laughs> so we can get out of this yeah. old guys. And yeah. people, people wake up, man. Right? Yeah. yeah like that's if, what I'm if getting if the solar at solar flare just wake up. boom, reset yeah. on techno. Maybe yeah. that's, <laughs> go. Maybe that's Some Skrillex what's in the sky <laughs> in the Bible as the reaping. Yes. Is is the is it, it's that. actually an awakening? Mm-hmm. You mean are we talking the rapture? Oh, the rapture! The rapture That's yeah, what yeah, I was like. The reaping. God damn it! That sounds reaping. like a horror. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Or like I knew a it was an R word, song, right? and it ended up. I knew it was <laughs> no, an R because something. they specifically say that yeah. those will be taken. The true believers will be taken. But maybe, to an maybe it's the consciousness yes. is taken to another level, mm-hmm. as opposed to not physically taken, but consciously. Now, now imagine. Okay, hold on. Before you get too far in this, okay. So let's say that it is that. What about the seven-year war that follows? Maybe that's those that are unenlightened cramming for enlightenment. Probably, but they're not. They don't have access, so they create chaos. That like would probably like be like the mark doing? of the beast if mm-hmm. you were going for some sort of, mm-hmm. you know, military mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Who knows what it would be? But nonetheless, it is the people are saved. 
that believe and then the non-believers are left here to deal with whatever happens between this angel versus hell war mm-hmm. radio station 66.6 <laughs> satan's a knocking we're a rocking yeah no that's you're exactly right i i really feel like there's going to be two two major divisions like that well i think at this point that the whoever decides to fight is too late Mm-hmm. Well, and you're going to have another one, which is the religious aspect where you're not in either yes or no, but you're like, this is mm, you'll be this in the yes. It. You'll mm-hmm. go with it because, you know, God will take care of you. Well, and that's where you have to look at it. It's not a physical fight, per se. Either. Yeah. It's more of enlightenment. So it's a fight for your own soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that emotion, because if you look at the dimensional beings that are in this council that are in, you know, the fourth and fifth oh, dimension. Oh, shit. You know. No, 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 okay, so based on the rapture, the the earth will crack open and demons will rise up and that will be Satan's army. So if mm-hmm. demons would be the reptilians that come up, mm-hmm. show themselves, yep. and declare dominance. Mm-hmm. And then those may The rapture be, is those that actually do okay. understand and know mm-hmm. the higher power and, and therefore give themselves. And being a reptile army mm-hmm. when Holy we were told fuck. that Lucifer mm-hmm. was warped <laughs> into the monster because he was just an angel. I don't know if you Christians like to forget about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very beautiful one at that. <laughs> I really just want to pop a book of all this. Yeah, right like I, wanna, so I just want to see it all. And then Satan rose from the ground. <laughs> but it was really reptiles. Alice Cooper's now a devout Christian. Right. <laughs> Got that big old snake oh just hanging yeah. Well, yeah, and that see, once again, there's a little window. Yeah. You look at all these texts, the Gnostic Bibles, even our own Bible that was mm. warped and it's been rewritten. You oh, know, man. Mm. We were just talking about times. that lost in translation aspect of yes. uh, Yeah, it's it's pre- if you read the Bible you know, them saying Hebrew, it's six and days then in English, what if it was just don't translate. in a moment of creation, the first out of six moments of creation, but it was mistranslated today instead mm-hmm. of moment. It could a moment can be interpreted as anything it could mm-hmm. be a moment in history a mo- which lasted 25 years it'd be a moment in time which lasted a thousand years well, see i think time is an illusion to what's a part of this these beings are holding us in this idea of time well and when you get up to that level like mike was saying in the snot theory mm-hmm. the time works differently at higher levels than it does here we're the ants in this scenario mm-hmm. we could literally so, just be a box of sea monkeys guys yeah which i don't know if you know this ben those are just brine shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they live very long either. They, they, I'm only they brine don't shrimp. Because it's brine. Your fish tank is not full of sulfur. Well, yeah. imagine a higher entity that looks down at our hundred years, give or take mm-hmm. a few Well, remember decades. what I was saying. What yeah. happened if, say, this is just biology class, like there's a bunch of us relatively sized people in a science classroom, and you know how we were like, oh, grow beans in mm-hmm. kindergarten or whatever. Maybe they have such advanced technology that they can have an isolated, less and smaller temporal field that they put in necessities and building blocks for what they know are required for life, put it in this accelerated time temporal field until something develops, and then they're just, you know, we are literally just in the ant. <laughs> are you saying that we're a high school experiment? Could be. You don't know. Damn it. 
Dude, your theory pretty awesome keep experiment. going. <laughs> Introducing everybody, Mike's high school science experiment theory. You need to mark my class. Escalated beyond snot. We are now well, we are now in adolescence. If we discover time travel and it's beyond the laws of what is expected to be able to go back in time or do anything like that, maybe it is just a temporal field that we're able to either speed up or slow down time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During that thing. So if like I said, on a subatomic level, you put all these things in there, put a temporal field, look at that shit under a microscope instantly, they're amoeba. Look under that shit under, I don't know, two months later, and that's two billion years in relatively mm-hmm. to the life cycles of them down there. And then you look at it again, and now we got the Sims happening. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, ah, oh, let's light this match, flick it in there. <laughs> oh, look, Sims. Hang a little. I was just drowning the guy in the pool, man. It was fun. <laughs> it got annoying after a while living Shit with like him. That. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, Mr. C, with all this being said, you've taken us on quite a journey, sir. Yes. <laughs> with all this being said, what what would you have for some some parting words? I mean, you gave us you gave us a wonderful rundown historically connecting dots that I didn't even think could be connected. Uh, and uh, so so what What's your parting gift? You know, I think the parting gift here is, is basically awake. We need to become awake here. Like we just discussed, you know. I this feel like Death Clock's Awaken needs yes. to be playing right now. <laughs> awaken, Awaken. <laughs> yes. That's what needs to go down. Take the land that must be taken. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that really needs to happen. I mean, if we all look at stuff, you know, we're all fighting against each other now. We're afraid of everything. We're shutting down our restaurants. Because we've been told know? to be afraid of yes. everything. Yes. And so it puts that uh, you're uncertain. Mm-hmm. You're too uncertain. Like everybody, either you're like, oh, I don't believe it. Yeah. You're going to go in the middle of 10 guys sneezing? <laughs> no. Whether you want to wear a mask, whether you do anything, you don't want that. Yeah. Because there's still that little chance in the back of your mind. I'm a huge skeptic on mm-hmm. as far as all that goes. I have actively gone out of my way to put no preventative area. <laughs> well, it doesn't work in. anyways, but we won't no. go there. Like, that <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But anyways, continue on. No, you know, and that's the thing is I tell all my science classes this too is question everything because science is not a true science really unless you question it. You Do know? you hear that, parents? When your kid mm-hmm. won't stop asking you questions <laughs> and you want to put them in yet? front of the TV <laughs> with a DVD. Asking questions is a sign of intelligence. Yes. So if you're wondering if your kid's a dumb shit or not, <laughs> find out if he's asking anything at all or if he's just fine with it all because that's the template for his life. And they're probably closer to an omnipotent being anyways. So. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. For being on the show. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, man. This was, uh, this was fun. This was a great journey. I did not know where we were going to end up, but that's that's... That's every episode. That's what I, like to, I don't <laughs> pretty want much to so. ever be prepped. Yeah. I just like but uh, to thank you, sir, for taking the wheel on this one, and it was wonderful for you to come by. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much, and uh, I hope we can do this again. Oh yeah, get your sultry tones on the phone. Oh yeah, or I mean, uh, in, I guess in person. <laughs> right. I should have oh, a ringtone. Right? <laughs> oh, you have him so flustered. <laughs> I know, Jesus Christ. That's, <laughs> am I ready? That's what we're gonna do when we see, we wrap up here. Ben's gonna hold his phone out on the cord. <laughs> you're just gonna be like. Ring a link. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Indeed. Indeed. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Yep. I just want you to uh to match my phone yeah. in, in your tone. But anyways, thanks everybody uh for tuning in to the show. Make sure and share this episode if you like it. If not, 
Thanks for making it through. Mm. Uh, but anyways, this is a wonderful one. And uh, make sure and uh, follow us on Facebook. Keep up with us uh, putting out pretty much a new episode every Saturday for the Two. most part. Two. Yeah. And uh, anyways, but that's it. Come and join us next time. And remember, watch out for the government. They're shiesty bastards. <laughs> Keep your eyes in the sky, and we will catch you on the flip side. Oh, 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 oh,